Hello. Welcome. Time for Atomic Radio Hour, episode 135. I am your host, Vince, and I'm also here with... Your pretty caffeinated host, Olive. How are you, my friend? I'm okie dokie. How about yourself? I'm... I'm alright. The weather here is really bad, mm-hmm. so... I'm kind of getting a little bit of, like, the internet cuts out, so sometimes it's a little hard to hear. And that also means that I'm having trouble watching Full Metal Alchemist again, because the internet keeps cutting out. It's not like you don't have the entire thing memorized. No. No, it's not. I mean, at least I have the manga. I actually, the first, I got the first five of them. Yeah. Um, If you're on camera, uh, you might be able to see. I'm holding one. Um, I think I already talked about this in the last episode. You did. I I just love it so much. It's just it's my baby. You showing them off? Yes, I am. I I'm gonna show something else that I bought then too. Oh, cool! I bought this for my. I don't know where it's gonna go. Be it shelf or somewhere in my room. It's an eight inch statue of Ellie from The Last Whoa, of Us. Oh, really? Yeah, I gotta send that picture of this to you and Aislinn. Um, I don't. I didn't even take it out of the box yet. Like I got it. I took it out of the box and then I just put it in my room because I had a bunch of shit I had to do today. Um, but it's her with a bow. She's like ready to fuck up some wolves or clickers mm-hmm. or something. It's awesome. It's super tight. I I love statues and shit like this. Um, so I have it. I wanted the I wanted the the um, special edition version of the game that was I think like a hundred and something dollars. It came with her playing the guitar. But I have this. Oh, one. that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anything yeah. new going on? How how much snow did you get? What's the we good got word? Like six inches yesterday. Um, my roommate couldn't even get her car out to go to work this morning, so she had to call off. Wow, that sucks. Um, yeah, it super sucks. Um, and the plow like plowed her car in. So wow, fuck that guy. Yeah, super wow. sucks. Um, other than that, I've just been just trying to get by. I've been streaming Okami. I hope you guys are enjoying that. For anyone who's uh, watching, thank you so much. So it's, uh, it really is a blast. How far are you into the game? I have done the first and second dungeon and finished the first boss battle. Cool. Um, so far, mm-hmm. depending on uh, right now, I'm uploading all of them to YouTube. Um, I'm a little behind schedule, so what I want to do is kind of, um... Have you uploaded, um, Okami Part 1 yet? I haven't. I haven't uploaded any Okami. I haven't fucked with any of the audio. I haven't done anything. I had, like, the fifth stream that I did of NCR Chuck, and I accidentally deleted the source file as it was, like, like almost 80% uploaded to YouTube. I accidentally deleted the source file. So I have to re-upload the entire thing. What I'm trying to do is get all the way up to like the past two streams uploaded to YouTube, and then I'll upload all mm-hmm. the thumbnails and I'll and I'll edit all the names and titles and whatnot and the descriptions, and then go from there. Because once it's it's uploaded onto oh, YouTube, okay. I can delete it off my computer. Mm-hmm. Because you know what I mean? Twitch only keeps them for a couple days. Yeah, I know, but I already have most of them. I just need like. Um, I think I just need one of my streams and the other Okami stream, and I'm and I pretty much have them all. Um, but yeah. I need to upload I the rest. Am, I'm so excited to keep playing more, especially because I made that like Twitch uh, layout mm-hmm. where it has like all the the gods at the bottom of the screen and has like the frame and like the "We'll be right back" little screen I made and the yeah. art. I made a little art of me like in the opposite pose of Amaterasu. For the thumbnail, oh, mm-hmm. it looks really fun. Maybe we can put it right here. Send it to me and I'll do it. Okay. Um, or, yeah, send it to me and I'll put it on screen. Um, right now, depending on what my job schedule is going to look like, it looks like I might be working evenings, which means I get out, I'll be getting out of work 8 p.m. Um, 8 p.m. my time, which kind of sucks because I know a yeah. lot of people are on the East Coast. And that's 10 p.m. East Coast time. But I'm going to try to keep up with Chuck. Um, well, I'm definitely going to keep up with Chuck, but I don't know what the what the plan is. Right now, if I can get it solid, I want Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to be guaranteed Chuck days. I mean, but also mm. I have to talk with you about how you how much you want to play and what your schedule is and whatnot. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm probably thinking like maybe twice or three times a week for an Okami stream, Mm -hmm. but I want it to be a little bit more like liquid if you want Chuck to be solid, like kind of to fill in the gaps and just like play when I feel like I am going to be able to have a, a good time and show off my best, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I uh, well, Chuck just got to to Big Mountain, so we're starting to tackle some of the DLCs. Yeah, I'm excited for the Big Mountain stream. Really? Mm-hmm. Big well, Mountain's my favorite dog. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, we'll have that. We'll have Big Mountain. We'll have well. What I want to do is Big Mountain. Come back, do a couple things. Hit the Madre. Come back, do a couple. Then I want to kill Kaisar after the Madre. I'll be higher level, and then I'm going to kill Kaisar, <laughs> and then I'm going to go to. Um, Zion, because I want to go up to Joshua Graham and be like, oh, you were the Malpass Legate, really? Well, the man you used to call Master died at my feet. Like, I really just want to see what happens when you do that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is that like a real dialogue option? Uh, Chris, who I play, we're playing with, told me that if if you choose the Kaisar, if you, if you kill Kaisar, when you go to Zion, um, you'll have something to say to him about how you killed, you killed Kaisar. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I want to have it where there's like a scheduled amount of days. There's, Wednesday will always be the day where we don't have well, – um, That's our day off because we record this. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of having to record this last week, we didn't even talk about fucking the fiasco that is GameStop and Dogecoin. We haven't even talked about Wall Street Bets, have we? No. We didn't talk – we wanted to talk about it last week, but we totally got sidetracked. Oh my goodness! The Wall so Street Bets situation. I don't understand totally what's going on, other than the poor's figured out how to work the market, and then rich people were like, "No, this is for us." And then Basically. apparently, rich people are just making billions again with with um, just jumping on to GameStop. They were just mad that they didn't have the chance to do it first. And someone sent yeah. me an article and the other the day that just keeps rising. Yeah, but it's like it's like. The market's being manipulated. Yeah, it is market manipulation. And it's been going on for literally years under everyone's nose. Not under everyone's nose. It's it's been been going on since after the fucking Great Depression. Yeah, it's been like this for generations at this point. And that's not an excuse. Like, it's bad. And it's ultimately just making the rich richer and the poor poorer. Yeah. When the poors get, like, one shot at it. Um, Robin Hood shuts down. Robin Hood shuts down. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't use Robin Hood really anyway. If I were going to buy any stocks, I'd probably use Fidelity. Fidelity? Can you get Dogecoin mm-hmm. with that? I don't know. I kind of want to. So I, I don't downloaded... really do any stock market stuff because I really don't have enough to put into it. Yeah. I'm, I just kind of live paycheck to paycheck here. So I don't really well, have the extra money to invest. I um, download a Coinbase trying to find a, a crypto wallet. Mm-hmm. And if you verify your ID to make sure that you're a real human, they give you like – and they give you $5 US to be transferred into Bitcoin. So I now own a little bit of Bitcoin. That's cool. Not like enough for it to matter really. Mm-hmm. But like if I were to put another $100 into Bitcoin in like two, three months, I might have like 140 bucks. Yeah. Bitcoin is super volatile though. I would caution you on that. Really? I don't something a little bit more stable. Something like Litecoin or Ethereum is probably a little bit better. I like the name of Ethereum way more. Mm -hmm. Like if I, if I, if, if like I had a thousand bucks and it was like, figure it out, what are you doing? I would throw some into Ethereum, but I I don't like. And I also don't don't really fully understand the volatility of each of the crypto markets. Yeah. But I just know that Bitcoin is super volatile. Well, Bitcoin, I remember – I dude, I remember being in high school and this kid, his name was Matt. No. Does, did he have Bitcoin? Well, hold on, hold on. Because I know someone – you also know another person that had Bitcoin early on. Who? Mikey had Bitcoin when it was like cents. And he, he had like a couple, I think like hundred Bitcoins that would be worth so much today. Did he sell them? He sold them early, like – but no. if he would have held on to them, they would have been worth so much money. I, I used to know this kid. He's dead now, but I used to know him who um, 
he had the chance to get into Bitcoin really early on and mine it. And he's like, ah, whatever, fuck it. And the first time it blew up when it went to like over 10 grand a coin, um, mm -hmm. he was like, I could have got into this. And every time I see it shoot up, I think about his corpse and how he could have had the chance to like be involved in that. Cause now it's like 33 or 36,000 a coin. Jesus. Yeah. But, um, this kid that I went to school with, his his name was Matt. I remember I had a fucking sports statistics or sport. I just needed to fill up fill a, a class, and I don't mm -hmm. fucking know a goddamn thing about a sport. But I was like, fuck it, let's just let's just take this one. I knew the teacher. He was one of he was one of my best friend growing up. His dad. I was like, let's just let's just go with this, right? And. Uh, we were talking about Bitcoin and I remember going, dude, Bitcoin's going to be the future. It's going to, it's going to like mm. cryptocurrency is going to phase out the, the real money. We're not even using gold standard or, or the sterling silver pound like they'd use and cross the pond and this and that. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like he didn't really give it much mind. He messaged me like four years during the first, maybe even three years, the first big crypto boom. This dude joined the military. He had just, just excess money because all he had to do was pay for a fucking phone bill and for his Dodge Viper, the mm -hmm. brand new charger whatever the fuck he bought and he messaged me out of nowhere and was like yo i don't even know how the fuck he had my number he's like yo i i got i bought crypto and i paid off all my student loans because i put like i put like 10k into it and it blew up like i was like you want to throw me like a thousand homie like you want to slide me a, a chunk of that for being like i told you that what and you you would be like I told you to get that that coin. Yeah, I Where's told you. I told you crypto was the future. You want to throw me a couple bucks? Like, just be like, hey man, thanks for the good looks. Like, I didn't. I mean, I didn't say that, but yeah, this dude like made a fucking. He probably bought himself another Dodge Hellcat, whatever the fuck the military's driving now. But uh, yeah, dude, crypto's fucking bonkers. I wish I knew more about it. And the same thing with the stock market. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to play the, play the stock market game because it's gambling. It's gambling. And, it's just straight up uh, gambling. What's that? It's gambling that like ultimately affects the health of our economy and the livelihoods of many. Yeah, I saw a tweet that said, I love the stock market. When it's doing great, nothing changes. When it's down, we all lose our jobs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I've always like on the stream, I don't know if you've been watching, but on the stream, uh, the way I have my new setup kind of is you can still see the shelf and my flags, but my TV's right here. I bought that desk. I have the same desk that you yeah, have. Yeah. Isn't it lovely? It's really isn't nice. It it's a nice size. It's, I can sit down and write notes in it. The only thing is the way I have my TV set up, it's a little too close, but it's fine. Um, all that to be said that, um, I don't know if you've been watching, but when we stream, I just I have to play blackjack like every other stream. I have to go get a thousand dollars in chips, play blackjack. And the one time I like tripled my money, and then last oh, wow. time I went to Gamora and just lost a thousand chips right away, just gone. I love playing a luck ten and just going into all the casinos and bankrupting them. Really? Mm -hmm. See, I I might see. I have it where during the day I get a plus two to all of my shit, all of my, um, like every stat gets a plus two mm -hmm. of my special. Um, but then once 6 PM rolls around, it tanks. I think it goes down to like, everything gets a minus one. I think I could be wrong. It's a trait, Ouch, man, but I love it. It's a lot of fun. The streams have been super fun. I pop in as much as I can and it's just been great. Like I saw you take down all those Casadors last night, even though they were younglings. You kind of yeah, yeah. I was just like bow, 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 bow. Um, we went back, Shock went back, and fought the Death Claws. It's a, it's a ton of fun. It's just the kind and of thing. It's just the kind of thing that? that I like leave on on my one monitor, and then sometimes I'll pop over and unmute it and just like watch for like twenty minutes, and then I'll go like back and do whatever I was working on. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. So I'm always there, but I'm not always listening, unfortunately. As long as somebody's there. <laughs> I, uh, once, and like I said before, once we're done New Vegas, we're going to go back and do one, two, three, and four. Um, but we're getting away from, from what we have to talk about, essentially, ultimately. And first, we have to thank Patreon. We have to thank the, the fine folks that help the show get bigger and better. Um, and then we'll get right on into our lore. So, Olive, if you would be so kind. So, we have some people to thank. And first up is the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. 
Then we have Gage twice. Thank you, Gage. Once for the Patreon and once for the Discord. Next up is Danny. Thank you, Danny. We also have Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Bones Jones. Thank you, Bones Jones. And newcomer Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you guys for all of your contribution thank you so towards much the for Patreon. Supporting us. Yes, thank you. Um, it helps us get bigger and better. Helps us pay for our hosting. I bought this chair because of you guys, and that's been a godsend. Thank you so much. Um, other than that, I think we can get right into the lore. Are you ready? I believe that we can. I think we've got a pretty good one today. So, I'll be honest with you, I fucked up last week. I've been trying to do, I want to do the antagonist of every, of every, tisk, um, tisk. every DLC, but I forgot we're supposed to take breaks in between if we come across a, a vault number. Um, and because I didn't think of this the first time we were on the first hundred episodes, I don't know how the fuck I didn't think of it, but Vault 34, I know it's 135, we should have did it last time, I was just so excited to talk about Elijah, because the Madre is one of my favorite, uh, Dead Money is one of my favorite DLCs, but here we have Vault 34. Now, Vault 34 has a large gun-focused culture, and this is because of the experiment of the vault, it was overstocked at an armory that was overstocked with weapons and ammo. The vault was a, a the vault had a full size pool and many other recreational facilities, but this caused smaller living spaces. In 2281, it actually still has some living inhabitants, Horowitz, uh, which is one guy who's just there. Uh, there's pretty, pretty much everyone else who, who's there is some variety of ghoul. Now, if you played the game before, you do know that the boomers come from Vault 34 originally, and they had this weird kind of culture around guns and ammo and weapons and whatnot. And because of all this, they kind of took that when they went to Nellis. Now, there's various, there's various different terminals inside the vault that states that the, the resources were starting to get, uh, they're starting to dwindle down very, very low because of overpopulation within the vault. Now, there was a revolt from within. The overseer had remote locked the armory for seeing future problems. Uh, some residents demanded access to the armory stating that they had a right to defend themselves. The overseer denied this. A riot broke out, and the dwellers that were denied weapons stormed the exit and left the vault. Another a very group's... American story. Uh, yeah, right? Um, we don't understand our rights. We just think we, we just think everything's owed to us. Another group saw that the vault security was preoccupied with this, and they stormed the uh, the armory. This information is corroborated by Boomer historian Pete, who tells the Courier that the Boomers used to occupy 34, but they grew tired of not being allowed to use their weapons, so they left and started a community at Nellis. The fact that Pearl still possesses a key to a gun case located deep in 34 contributes credibility to the story. I don't think I've actually been in Vault 34 proper. We've had this conversation once before. Um... Really? You, I don't know about you, but I have, because I remember this is the vault where you could find the All American, which is like an, like a, like an M16, essentially, like, like an, uh, like an M4, mm. um, with a scope on it, and it's decent, and it's got a couple other weapons that are down there, and like C4 and shit. But yeah, I, I don't have, think I've ever I remember, been in there. I, I remember us having this conversation. You said you hadn't. Um, after the exodus, the main exit was sealed and more guards to be, were to be posted to prevent more of this. Not allowing people to leave didn't help with the overpopulation. This caused an attempted overthrowing of the overseer. Some dwellers stormed the armory, damaging parts of the vault. The reactor cooling vents and the main, the main computer system and various other interfaces were damaged because of this. Also, because of this, the reactor started to leak radioactive waste. All attempts by the and all attempts by the engineers, the vault engineers to fix this had failed. Uh, either by accident or de design, the front vault door would not open again, trapping everyone inside the vault pretty much until the end of time. So 
it seems like part of the experiment might have been that once people try to throw a coup and they escape the vault, that door can never be reopened. Wow, so it could only be opened once? Yeah, so make it fucking count. Ouch. That's rough. Yeah, a lot of this vault is underwater, I remember. This is actually a vault that you can get um, save-locked in. Really? Yeah, that, like, because of you having to enter multiple, like, like cells, that your radiation can get so bad that you can, you can get save locked in there and either have to restart an entire new save or do, like, an hour, like, hours past where you last saved. Dang. That super sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is why you should save multiple save files. Yeah. Yeah, I get real dependent on that quick save, though. So, like I said, there's... me too. Sorry? Me too. Yeah. So, just some notes. The background music here is Industrial Junk, which was the the track from uh, Junktown in Fallout 1 and Gecko in Fallout 2. A majority of the vault dwellers are not wearing Vault 34 jumpsuits. Instead, they are wearing normal clothing of a feral ghoul. The the exception are the vault security who appear appear to be wearing the remains of security armor. They do... However, occasionally carry them as an item. The alternate entrance to Vault 34 Cavern to the northwest of the usual entryway on top of Rocky Hill. The the opening is near some radioactive waste barrels and Golden Gecko may be present. Jumping into the pit doesn't result, sorry, doesn't result in access to the cave. Instead, falling a few feet on top of a black void, black void with dialogue to enter if looking down. The pit can, cannot be escaped by normal means, requiring fast travel to exit. This is one of the few vaults that has no visible control panel to operate the vault door, despite it being opened manually before. Chris Haversham, Haversham, from the bl- the bright people? Yeah. Was born in Vault 34, but left oh. when he was convinced he became a ghoul after maintaining the reactor. The reactor malfunctioned and turned the, the dwellers into real ghouls, which eventually resulted in them turning feral. Holy huh. shit. So he thought he turned into a ghoul, and then everyone but him turned into a ghoul. Yeah, and he just started talking like this. That's crazy. Yeah. And then he shows up to the Bright's brotherhood and he's skin. just like That's so fucking funny. You know if you if you have a high enough speech during that quest, he'll go to Novak. Yeah, you can convince him that he's uh not a ghoul, right? Yeah. That's a, there's one other neat fact here, but um using the console commands to clip through the wall, you can see that the vault door will reveal the the vault door, the big the big door, it doesn't have a number on it. Just uh it's just blank. That's because you can't get to the um, Jimmy Johnson. Vault 34 is – this is behind-the-scenes stuff. Vault 34 is geographically situated in the same real-world location as the Frenchman's Mine, which contained a municipal fallout shelter in real life. Hmm. That's really cool. On the way into Vault 34, there's a skeleton with a 10mm pistol and ammunition, a reference to Ed from Fallout and Fallout 2. Hold on, who's Ed? I thought it was... Is it... I thought it was Zed. No, it is Ed, right? Yeah! Wait, When you leave... When you leave Vault 13 in in, uh, Fallout 1, you go over to see, like, there's a skeleton right by the door. Yeah. And it says, that's Ed. Ed's dead. Yeah. I thought it was Zed. My, My bad. That's awesome. He's even in the PMP Valdez. Um, that's <laughs> fucking funny. That's about it. Super neat vault. It is. It is a really, really cool vault. I like the boomers. I do. Yeah, they're neat. I think that's what I want to do when I get back on stream. Uh, after I get back from the first DLC, go to the boomers, see what they're doing, and then go do the next. It depends on what my level is, really. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Cool. That's them. The boomers are cool. I know we didn't really jump into the boomers, and I like how this doesn't really have, like, an in-depth history of the vault or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just more about, like, the vault itself in terms of, like, its physicality, not so much history. Yeah. No, I think it's good, because that gives us another episode to talk about the boomers. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we should do the, the clans of New Vegas at some point. 
Yeah, I want to. The only thing I, I'm with you, absolutely. My only gripe with that is doing the clans of New Vegas or the tribes of New Vegas is I don't want to do just like nine episodes in a row of New Vegas. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean I like over time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't really do like the the tribes of Fallout Three because there's not tribes. There's just raiders. Mm-hmm. It's raiders. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all the lore. Bob it a boop, skip it a cream. I believe there's something that you wanted to show us now. I do. I do want to show you guys some stuff. So, some of you folks are, I'm sure, familiar that I like D&D. Do you? I do. I love it. Since it's, when? It's one of my favorite things ever. So hey, hold on. I Can I ask like a question? To... No, you can't ask a question. Why can't I? Because this is my turn. You had your oh, turn. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I like D&D, but I get so tired sometimes. And sometimes I just want someone else to be the dungeon master. And since all the other jokers in my clan are unable to, I've decided to seek out a robot to do it for me. Wow. So I would Ouch. like... Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I dm for you for a while, but, but sure, go on. I know, I'm just kidding. I mean, I don't understand when you gotta, you gotta hurt my feelings in front of people. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, I'm sorry if your feelings were hurt. <laughs> but I want to show you guys something called AI Dungeon. If mm. you're watching on YouTube, this is probably going to be a little bit better. But I'm going to swap my camera over so you can see what it is. So this is AI Dungeon. It is basically a text adventure generator um, that is completely built on AI instead of uh, static prompts, unlike the dungeons, uh, the text generator dungeons of the past. So this is super cool. It runs on a technology called um, GP2. Uh, if you're looking, this is the open AI website, the people that developed GP2, which is the successor to GPT-1. And basically, it takes a bunch of data that was already uh, pre, um, pre-analyzed, and it makes the code learn about how to replicate human texting and speech in mm-hmm. like real time. So it generates everything on the fly based on the AI training that they did. So, so let's start an adventure. This uh, has a tutorial that I'm going to skip. Okay. But there's a couple different scenarios that we can start with here. And it's really, really cool um, because they give you stuff like fantasy, mystery, apocalypse, zombies, cyberpunk. And you can even do custom stuff. Why don't you go first and then I'll go? Yeah, I'll I'll go first. Okay. Um, And this is going to be pretty quick for us each to go through a little scenario because... The free version only lets you go so far, but it's enough to kind of understand how smart this thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, how about I read first and you answer? Sure. Like you tell me what to text. You tell me what to put in for the text. Okay. I'm gonna start with fantasy. Okay. All right. Select a character: noble, princess, knight, wizard, witch, ranger, squire, peasant. Rogue or fairy? Um, shit. Do you have Do you have dice near you? Um, no, I don't. For once, okay. I just wow. cleaned off my entire desk. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go to um, our, our. Hold on. Um, what? Hold on. I got an idea. No, I have it. I have it. I'm, I'm in. I'm in tabletop. Roll a d10. Okay. It was a 10. Okay, I was going to say, let me use tabletop so we can at least use that server for once. So I'm a fairy. Against all odds, yeah. Enter your character's name. Fucking Mildwitch. No. 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 What's a fairy name? Um, Oh, Something... Uh, okay, we can do that. No, 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 no. Something quirky. Um, 
like a goblin, but more sparkly. Well, that doesn't really help. What's a fucking goblin name? I don't know. Fucking figure it out. Oh, fuck. It could be... You're, you're a fairy. It could be anything. It could be Twinkle Shine for Maurice. all I care. Maurice. Maurice the fairy. <laughs> that sounds familiar. I have a feeling I'm it might Maurice. be like... I don't know. I can't think. There's there's Spy Fox, one of my favorite games growing up. Uh, it was like one of the choices of names was Maurice, and I always thought it was funny because it always <laughs> sounded like an old name. So I'm going to read this to you. I should actually probably move my face so that people can see better. Move um, to the corner. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. So ju- just for just for reference, I'm basing Maurice the Fairy kind of off of uh, Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay, I've never seen it, so... You've never seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Nope. The next-door neighbor, Carl, um, he's, like, fat, balding, mustache, wife-beater, very so tight, this, blue sweatpants. this fairy is smoking a cigarette right now, Smoking right? a cigarette. Like, it looks like like he hasn't shaved in, like, a couple days, and it's at that point oh, where, like, the stubble's, Maurice. like... Oh, my name's Maurice. I just went to the bodega and got a fucking hoagie. A yeah, like, I just fucking, you yeah. know, I'm waiting for my disability check. Like, his wings look like the, like, his wings look like a 63 Firebird. Like, like, uh, <laughs> like the car. Like, it's got, like, the paint job, and, like, the, the paint's, like, chipping off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, there's see, like, the parts where the paint's chipping off, it's, like, see-through and, like, rusty around I, it. I, I know... I- the story has generated. Okay. You are Maurice, a fairy living in the kingdom of Larion. You live in a fairy realm hidden under a grassy hill near the castle. Your skin is a light tinge of blue. Your wings sparkle in the sunlight, and you're very good at hiding. You're fascinated by humans and love to watch them from the flowers where you blend in. While you are hiding, suddenly you hear a lot of noise coming from the castle. You often see the soldiers fight, and you have seen them shoot their magic arrows, which turn into firebolts of lightning. So what do you do, say, or what happens next, Maurice? I want... Okay, so I want to call upon my my dragon friend. Um, What's my dragon friend's name? Topher. So, Big Tofi. Tofi. Call, call upon. Call upon my dragon friend named what? Tofi? T O P H I E? Well, it's, it's, his name is Christopher, but he goes by Topher, but we call him Tofi. Um, that's probably close enough. Cool. All right, so I'm going to hit go. You call upon your dragon friend named Tofi. You fly quickly to the window and hide behind a tapestry. You see four dwarves fighting three men. One of the men is very tall and leans with and leans with a gleaming armor. His name is King Haribo. What the fuck does that have to do with Tofi? Um, he probably allowed you to fly in. It's not perfect. Uh, fuck, okay. Uh, how about... I want to I wanna call out to King Haribo. Alright, what do you say? I want to say, your wife's ugly and your kids are dumb. Your wife sucks. Sorry. No, dude, maybe we should say that your wife your wa- su- sucks a mean one rancid and she's ugly. Yeah, do you say that? So your wife sucks a mean one rancid, and she's ugly, and your kids are dumb. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm not sure if it's going to understand that, but we okay. can certainly try. The king is so furious, he snaps the head off the nearest dwarf. The dwarves are killed quickly, and the voices disappear. Fire. Uh, what do you say? Do or what happens? Can, can you put Maurice pulls out his unregistered nine millimeter Smith and Wesson pistol and proceeds to shoot the king in his dumb chest or just chest is fine. Um, it generally works a little bit better if you keep it simple. 
So, right. like, under do, I can say, like, shoot the king with a gun. Okay, shoot the... Okay, can you shoot the king with a gun in the chest? In the chest I just picture, like, this little gun. fairy with, like, a gun, like... Ooh. You shoot the king in the chest with a gun. <laughs> Though the king is wearing armor, he still feels the full effect of the bullet going through his chest. The king falls to the floor, dead. Spread out, the king's son yells. Uh, shoot the king's son. You shoot the king's son. You fire your gun, but the bullet just bounces off the young king's armor. It proves ineffective, and he swings his sword at you. Now what? Plead with the plead with the son that what we did was a mistake, and we are sorry. And I am sorry. Alright, so what do you say? I am sorry. I made a mistake. I have made a grave mistake. I'm just a little upset because I'm still waiting on my disability check. Um, I took a little bit of creative liberty on this one. You bastard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm still waiting on to receive my $2,000. I'm $2, sorry, $2, I made a great mistake. I'm just upset that I have not received my $2,000 stimulus. <sighs> From the government. <laughs> the Kingston swings his blade so fast that you don't even see it coming. As he slashes his blade, it cuts through your right arm and then through your neck, killing you instantly. What the fuck? Can I, I want to come back like, as a zombie. Come back as a zombie fairy. Um, you come back as a zombie fairy. You come back as a zombie fairy with a blue tint, no wings to fly, and a silly smile on your face. I want to approach the king's son and say to him, now, what did this solve? I don't think this is going to work. I don't think this will work either. Um... Can you go to story? Can't kill me that easy. Hmm? Can you try story option? Yeah, uh, so I can do what happens next. You can just say what happens next. Um, Maurice the fairy comes back in a zombified form, upset, and goes inside to watch reruns of Frasier. Inside the little grassy knoll <laughs> that he lives in. Maurice the Fairy returns home to watch Frasier. <laughs> to watch Frasier on Blu-ray. <laughs> How do you spell Frasier? F-R-A-I-S-E-R? I think so. Is is there an E in Blu-ray? No, it's B-L-U-R-A-Y. Okay. Maurice the Fairy returns home to watch Frasier on Blu-ray. He also spends time on the internet thinking about how the world is so unfair. Uh, he <laughs> then begins to stalk his ex from high school on Facebook. Even though it's been 17 years since he's been in high school. He then stalks his ex on Facebook. Yeah. It's probably going to be... Yeah. The best I can get there. He then stalks his ex on Facebook. He sees she has a new boyfriend, a frog. He shoots the frog with arrows and watches him bleed and die. Maurice smiles. Quest complete! Help someone without being seen! <laughs> I didn't what? know that we had a quest! Neither did I. I think that's Maurice's full name. Uh, Maurice, Maurice smiles. smiles the, the fairy who's mad at the world. <laughs> You better play that as your next D&D character. <laughs> I, dude, I might. Remember we had that one friend who played a fairy? Yeah. I wonder what it's like I playing a fairy. That. See, I don't like magic. That's my I, thing. I, I I mean, you can you can always ask me. You could just be a fairy fighter or something. I think I might be a fairy with a gun like Maurice. And my spells are just yeah, You my could gun. do that. Fairy gunslinger? Hell yeah. Well, no, I just mean like instead of like, oh, you have you have three level level two spells that you can use today. I just got three bullets in my gun. That's it. <laughs> All right. All let right, me see if I can load up another one. Okay. Start an adventure. Skip the tutorial. Let's the do tutorial. apocalyptic next. Sure. All right. Um, 
So this time Great. you can read, and then I right. can I can respond. I mean, you're gonna have to type, but still. Would you like that, to be that, a soldier, yeah. a survivor, or the courier? That's my best uh, Ulysses. A courier. Okay. Enter your character's name. I'm just gonna go for. Um, Marvy. Marvy. Marv? Marvy. Why Marv? Just Marv. Big Marv. Marv, uh, Marv, uh, Marv Booty. Mar- yeah? No. Um, what about Marv? I don't know. I think just Marv. Just yeah. Marv. All right, you ready? Yes. Taunt. You are Marv, a courier trying to survive in a post-apocalyptic world by scavenging among the ruins of what is left. You have a parcel of letters and a small pistol. It is a long and dangerous road from Boston to Charleston. But you're one of the only people who knows the roads well enough to get the parcel of letters there. You set out in the morning. It's long and tire it's a long and tiresome day of hunting for food, making fires and resting. In the middle of the night, you hear screams and gunshots in the distance. The strange thing is, you can't see anything. Um, I'm gonna do what happens next. Okay. Um, Marv remembers... The Alamo. ...that he is blind. Ooh, Okay. Oh. <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to happen. Gosh dang. Wait, keep playing for free. Marv 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 finds the road ahead of him to be long and tedious, but he knows whether he serves bear or bull. He Please verify your email. God damn it. Marv remembers that he is blind. Marv remembers that he's blind. His deepest fear is that the world is ending and that he is blind, unable to see the sights. You try to calm... Wait, what? You try to calm him as best you can. Um, I'm going to um, go hunting, I think. What do you do? I, or I'm going to search for survivors. But you're blind. I can still do things as a blind person. You're right. Survivors. You search for survivors. Oh, it's your turn to read. You search for survivors. <laughs> you're you are diving. Dive, driving? You are mm-hmm. driving your horse slowly, nearly at a halt. When it's very hard to see the road ahead as snow is falling heavily. I feel like we've just taken an entirely new narrative. Yeah, it's okay. Um, well, it's, uh, I'm in the east, northeast, Boston to Charleston. Um, I'm going to seek shelter. Yo, you ever have a Charleston shoe? I have. Dude, how fucking good is a Charleston shoe? It's real good. Um... I'm going to seek shelter in an abandoned Hospital, warehouse. hospital. In an abandoned okay, a hospital. warehouse is cool. Church. Boys' home. Orphanage. You seek, you seek shelter in an abandoned hospital. You enter the hospital filled with dread. You are in a corridor with a number of bodies on the floor. You push the corpse away from the door, not wishing to stay here. Um. I'd like let you not let out enough oxygen, that voice. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to search for antibiotics. Ooh, good idea. Search for antibiotics. You search for antibiotics. You are you are beginning to feel pain in your stomach, and you go to find the nearest bathroom you can. You enter one of the bathrooms, locking the door. You sit on the toilet and double over, vomiting. I'm I'm gonna say something. Okay, uh, say 
What was in that burrito? I do not. I I don't know. I don't know. You think to, you think to yourself, it was delicious, especially after such a long time without taste. The chicken burrito from Burrito Boys. <laughs> oh, my favorite. <laughs> I, I feel like nothing is fucking happening. Yeah, this one uh, isn't doesn't seem quite as fleshed out as the fantasy one, but like this is something that's like still in development. Yeah. Um, the courier finds himself with a dilemma. Do you know go back to Burrito Boys? I can Boys? just hit enter without anything and generate more story. Really? Yeah. Tight. It stuffed your belly with delicious food, but okay. you wonder what was in it. Could it be from disease-ridden bo- bodies? You wonder. Maybe it's killed someone and stolen their flesh. <laughs> what the fuck? Can, can oh, I can I jump strange. in quick? Yeah, of course. Uh, can you can you do Chuck or Chuck? Sorry, uh, Marv, Marv tries to remember if he's ever dined upon human flesh. And I mean, you could dumb that down as much as you want to make it so that AI understands what I'm saying, but you understand what I'm saying. He might just be concerned with what he has eaten, or maybe he hasn't. I don't think so. He says to himself, it's possible. Can can you try something? Maybe this will... Oh, you, you sure. vomit. The nutrients and the vomit that made you grow big and strong were necessary for <laughs> But now they are a poison to your system. You feel a toxin moving throughout your body, poisoning it. The iBot you carry close to your heart. <laughs> what do I do next? This is going uh, all over the place. Try call for help. Put that Marv yells uh, for help. See if somebody comes to help in this abandoned hospital. Help, you gasp. I think, I think I'm dying. A man in a suit comes and, I'm gonna not do this voice anymore. A man in a suit comes to take you from the hospital. He lays you on a bed and wheels you into the OR. I think Um, you should go to say for this one. What should I do? I think you should do say. What's the damage, Doc? We'll know more after you get hooked up, Doc. Hold on. Is Listen, fucking the doctor <laughs> Bugs Bunny? Am I? I don't know. <laughs> the surgeon says he begins to cut into your arm with a saw. You'll live, the anesthesiologist says to you. Okay, just because I'm still trying to figure out if we're really playing in a post-apocalyptic world, fuck. Can you, can you ask what year is it? And can you ask what the date is? What year is it? 2027. The surgeon cuts into your arm and the pain is nothing. Is nothing to how you feel set off an explosion of lights and sounds in your head. That one, that was a little bit dodgy, but, um. (sighs) Yeah, where's my dog? Where's my, okay, I was gonna say, where's my daughter? We had to remove him due to his brain tumor. He's in a lot of pain. Oh, I liked Fido. <laughs> this is going nuts. Do you have anything fuck. that you want to add to this? Yeah. If I don't make it out of this, Doc, or if I make it out of this, Doc, I want to see Paris. I just want to see what's going to happen. Oh, I did a bad on the... We will do our best to get you better care. You lose consciousness. Is he out, the surgeon says? Yeah. Just, right, now just, we can just do, let like, the story wake progress. Up. Um, what's up? Well, I'm going to do wake up in pain. How did you do expensive work on your stomach. Thankfully, you'll have a long life ahead of you. You remember that you are 20 years in the future. Ask what year is it? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to commandeer like this. 
No, it's okay. I just feel like we're going nowhere. Yeah. What year is it? Oh, it's 2040, 2040 now. You get up out of bed. It's quite easy to do so as the hospital bed is still inflexible. Can you, you walk ask the doctor? out of the hospital room. Can you ask the doctor if Kanye West is president? <laughs> sure. Is Kanye West the president? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, walk you walk out of the hospital in a suit and tie. You walk to the nearest restroom and change into some regular clothes. You arrive at a building. You walk inside. Um, I just put deliver the letters. I want to see what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. Deliver the letters. There is a letter to be delivered. You pull up in your truck and get out. You walk into the lobby and find that it hasn't changed at all. The receptionist sees you and says, Hey, Hey, Courier. Hi, Linda. (laughs) No, okay. (laughs) I was going to say, what to do, baby? (laughs) You walk into the post office and stand beside the counter. You find that the lady at the counter also has not aged a day, except for the graying hair. She's exactly like you remember her from high school. How's your husband? How are the kids? You, okay. Dude, <laughs> we're, say, like, are... we're like almost on the same page. Yeah. Great, she smiles. The lady behind the counter starts to tear up. She wipes them away and says, Why would someone send a child bombs? What? I have nightmares about it. She laughs nervously. Say, What? What the fuck? What the fuck? Nothing, sorry. You pull up your shirt and show your stomach. You You see see this? this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she says woefully. I gave that to them at their high school fete? What is that word? Is that F-E-T-E? Yeah. So that's why, let me Google it quick. Um, very good. F-E-T-E. Fet. Fet? Fat? It's a it's a celeva- celebration. Oh, okay. Oh, hold on. Shit. I think it's fate. Hold on. I have my headphones on. Give me one second. Okay. Fate. Fate. She goes back to sorting mail. The FBI was at my house this morning, she says in an empty voice. Fuck Fedra. Oh, strict mode. I can't say bad words. Oh, uh, wow. We, it took us this long uh, to say some you can, foul shit. Wow. There's settings. Hold on. Uh, off. I'm over 18. Are you? Thank you. Yes, I am. Okay. Fuck Fedra. Wait, they want to know all kinds of shit about those videos. I have no idea why they're so interested. They haven't arrested anyone yet. Because you can't own those videos, Linda. Those, mm, I was going to say videos, James, but it, it'll fuck this entire thing up. Of course, of course. I kept them on a USB memory stick. You pull out your phone and open the social media app. You search Federal Bureau of Investigation and find a message from the FBI. Wait, wait, wait. What's the Federal Bureau of... FBI? The, that's what FBI, FBI stands for? It's not Federal Booby Inspector? Are you kidding me? I'm fucking around. <laughs> I know. I know. Hold on. Um, I just like how you opened the social media app. Which one? Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, that one. Here's uh, a message from happens, Feds. Hold on. Um, what happens next? Uh, the FBI um Arrest Shane Ivers. Why would they arrest Shane Ivers? For making bangers, dude. <laughs> Shane, I can just picture Shane Ivers like, why am I under arrest? For owning too much heat. <laughs> the man behind the, man the, f- behind the Fedra, Fedra hate videos. videos. <laughs> the FBI warns oh that more arrests are to come. Can, can you ask um, a question? Sure. Can you go to say... 
Yeah. Can you say uh, where can we download Feather Duster by Shane Ivers? I think it's on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> you find the album on iTunes. You look through the songs and find your all-time favorite song by Ivers. Listen to this beauty. What do I do? I listen to it. I'm no. You know what, dude? Let's just do the outro. I'm just gonna put the music here. Okay. Yeah. Listen to the listen to the song. I'm just gonna put Feather Duster on the outro. All right. Cool. <laughs> Wait, the lady tries not to cry while you listen to the beautiful song that automatically gets better with each play. Is there anything else you want to, to send? Um, do uh, subscribe to Atomic Radio Hour. Yes, absolutely. subscribe to atomic radio hour podcast thanks Thanks, you say as you hand her the usb stick containing the songs you selected you walk outside into the fall sun and get back in your truck and you immediately drive off a cliff uh i'm just trying to end happens i know the truck explodes just explodes. And Marv dies. <laughs> Hold on. That's that's a the trutch. The truck. <laughs> the truck explodes and Marv dies instantly. You are severely burned and have lost all your hair. Um that I think is gonna be enough from AI cool. Dungeon. Swab over to your face, homie. Mm-hmm. So that was super fun. That was. It was really interesting to see how the AI, like, worked. Yeah, and it didn't. <laughs> and how it didn't, yeah. Yeah. It's not cool. perfect. This is GPT-2, which um, is trained off about 40 gigabytes of internet text. Oh, but wow. GPT-3 can basically pass – it can pass the Turing test. Wow. Yeah, GPT-3 cool. is is so powerful that they only give out – licenses like to specific people really you can't, you can't even use it like gpt2 anyone can use it and like make mm-hmm. a web app out of it like this but gpt3 is insanely advanced cool it's like talking with like an actual human it's kind of scary oh wow mm-hmm. can you tell me more about shane ivers I can't tell you about Shane Ivers. Uh, he has all of his songs on a USB disc that we just gave to Linda. And you can also get his music on his website. That's www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster. Vince, tell now, us about social media. I just want to plug Shane Ivers a little longer. I was doing a stream where I was opening Pokemon cards up and I used his music as oh, yeah, background music. Bangers. And it fucking slaps. Mm-hmm. Like all of his mu- bees is really good by him. If you'd like mm-hmm. to follow the show, you can follow follow the show with all the links in the description below. You can follow the show, myself and Olive. Join the Discord while you're there. It's always a time. Hopefully soon we can get back to having game nights or what have you. Um, thank you for supporting us in any way possible. Thank you Again, so thank much. you to the Patreon. Thank you to anybody who's ever bought anything off Redbubble. Uh, there are some new designs on there, I think. I don't know whatever happened with that, but we were in the process of getting it worked out regardless if you bought anything on Redbubble, mm. take a picture when you get it, send it to us, let us see what you think. Um, I want to know how it came out. Um, it, you can find Atomic Radio Hour on all podcasting services, and a, you can find us on YouTube, which this is an episode where I really think you should have watched on YouTube. Uh, but there's also a bunch of other shit on our YouTube, like the streams. I'm uploading all of the streams to our YouTube page, so they're there, so you can watch them there. And uh, it's just a fucking time, dude. It's a time. What a time to be alive! It's a right? great time. So I mean, it's a time to be alive. Yeah, come on down. <laughs> uh, what's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse song? <laughs> come on down. It's fun. And come inside. It's fun. And whatever the fuck. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with Disney because they will just strike the shit out of us. So. Yeah, but I think I said it. I think I muffled it enough so <laughs> yeah. they're not gonna. Attack you said it me. bad enough that it'll never get picked up. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? The mouse might, whatever. That's everything. 
Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for subscribing. Thank Give you so a listen, much for being a like, here. a follow, a watch. We're streaming. Links to all that in the description below. Olive, did you learn anything this episode? I did. I learned that GPT-2 is pretty cool, uh, that you are a fairy, and that Papa Kyle is best girl. Papa? Papa? All glory be to Papa. <laughs> all right, guys. See you next week. Or on stream. Right, see ya. Bye. See you later. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.